Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Hi, it's Caroline Stephen, financial journalist. Last week, we heard from trader, trading psychologist and coach, Mandy Paul Rafsanjani on how to make the great trader grow up and overcome self-sabotage in the markets. And I had a lot of feedback from you guys, a lot of emails telling me how much you enjoyed her interview. And today, we continue with part two of Mandy's interview. In this week, Mandy discusses the importance of having a good team around you the lone wolf trader syndrome, learning to have empathy for yourself and other people and how to raise the bar in your trading performance. And we continue psychological insights in today's show with Chris Tate in A Little Trading, who looks at the difference in mindset between a trader with a small account versus a trader with a large account. And Louise Bedford looks at strategies to overcome the inner critic inside your head and she shares some of the empowering slogans she uses herself to overcome doubt. Let's hear that now in Mind Power. What does that little voice say inside your head? You know, that inner critic. If you tune in, if you listen to it, and really understand where it came from, it can be so empowering. And in fact, Dr. Harry Stanton says, if you can comic it up a little bit, if you can caricature it, if you can make it wear little clothes or perhaps give it a weird little voice, you can totally detooth its power over your current and future actions. And have a think about what you can do to replace those horrible little whispers into things that are more empowering. Now, this comes into play with people as well. Now, one of my difficulties is that I don't think of sarcasm very quickly. And you'd think that would be a lovely attribute hmm, right up until you're in front of a sibling who is really good with sarcasm and who can think on her feet and is super fast at drawing nasty conclusions. When I'm faced with that person, I feel tongue-tied. I don't have something that will counter that type of behavior. And it has taken years for me to imagine myself in a bubble, comfortable, happy, warm, safe, and for her words to bounce off that edge of the bubble so that they don't impact me. Now, one of the things that I've been able to train myself to do with that sibling, I've also been able to train myself to do with my own inner critic. 
And I'm going to say most of the time, because sometimes when you're tired, you're hungry, perhaps you've made a loss on the markets, sure, that little inner critic can raise its ugly head. It is in the voice of one of my parents, actually. I can hear that voice incredibly clearly. And sure, I can try and bubble myself off, but sometimes that doesn't work because the voice is coming from inside my head. Dr. Harry's idea is that I make it into Donald Duck, and I like that. Okay, so I've got a little squeaky inner critic. It's hard to take that voice seriously. But another method, if you're hearing that voice of dissension, that voice not understanding where you're coming from and who you are and really designed to strike fear into your heart and to make you question your motives about being a trader, the thing that you can do to that voice is you can replace it with empowering statements. And I'd like to give you a few of my favourites. I think you'll come up with your own, but if you can borrow mine, I think it'd be a fantastic thing. Maybe it can be like both of us working together to silence your inner critic. First one is I say, give it a shot. I use this when I am backing off from a project, when I'm thinking about taking a step backward, when I should be stepping forward. Give it a shot reminds me that it's okay to fail. It's okay to try something new, even something that doesn't quite fit me or doesn't quite work. It makes me daring and bold and courageous and I use it with my children. My little girl is trying to conquer some amazing acrobatic moves on the trampoline and often I'll say, give it a shot. Another statement when things have gone wrong that I say to myself is, bring it on. Bring it on. Bring on that challenge, that discrepancy between where I think I should be and where I am right now. Bring it on because I will rise to the challenge and you will as well. I also say, it's a done deal in my head. It's a done deal. What does that mean to me? It means that I have already completed and accomplished that project. And now I'm looking back to see who I am and what I did. It's a sign of authenticity as well, integrity, where I say, I am going to do what I said I'm going to do. It's a done deal. Another statement is, this is often when I'm wondering whether I'm smart enough to understand something or maybe if I'm getting intimidated by other people, I say, you've got this. You've got this, Louise. You can do this. And you, you have got this. You are listening to an amazing source of trading education. It means that in your heart, you want to move ahead. You want to conquer. You want to be one with the markets. You've got this. And another statement I use is usually when things have gone wrong in the markets and one of my trades hasn't worked and I'm getting a bit frustrated or annoyed. I, and often this is at the top of my voice if nobody is around, I yell the word next. I also use that if there's somebody who has annoyed me and I'm trying to move on to the next person. So I find that word next is extremely empowering. I'm sure you'll find it is too. You see, in the markets, as long as we stay in the arena, 
That's the thing that counts. If we give up, if we lack that persistence and that resilience, we'll never know what could have been. So use these statements. Use give it a shot. Bring it on. It's a done deal. You've got this. And next. And I'm sure they'll help you live the trader's life. Chris Tate in A Little Trading. Chris, are there any differences in mindset between a trader who has a small account versus a trader who has a large account? No, there's only a difference if you've got someone who has moved from small account to large account by dint of their own effort. You'll find that their psychology is immensely robust. They've worked it out and they've worked out who they are. And that is a long drawn out process that is very, very, very difficult. But they've had skin in the game and they've managed to define and work out what works for them. And they've managed to control their responses to what is occurring. People with small accounts, now let me rephrase that because that's wrong. People whose account remains small never work that out. And it's the remaining small that's the important part. Louise Bedford here. Curious about the Trading Game Mentor Program? Want to dip your toe into the water so you can learn how to trade every instrument over every time frame with your very own trading plan? You need to register for priority notification by going to tradinggame.com.au slash priority right now. I'm giving away a heap of free trading resources plus you'll get the ability to book into our very next mentor program before everyone else. Go to tradinggame.com.au forward slash priority and register right now so you can be a part of it all. Mandy Paul Rasanjani has been an active trader for over 15 years and she specialises in DAX and Forex trading. She is also a highly trained trading coach and psychologist. Last week in Talking Trading, we discussed trading self-esteem and why traders feel distressed from the markets. Today, we continue our discussion on how to overcome errors in the markets, firstly, by looking at gaps in your trading strategy. So the next step, of course, is we need to look at was there a gap in your trading strategy that you need to learn? And... What I found with most traders is that they um, they focus on one thing, right? Let's say they're scalpers, and they say, "I don't need to learn about macroeconomics because I'm a scalper. Only five the next five minutes matter to me." And I say, "You stay so confined in your thinking." I what I did, and I'm so glad I did. I, I learned everything that I could learn. You know, Elliott wave, GAN, um, patterns. Um, moving averages, harmonics. I didn't trade any of it in the end because I couldn't make it work. But from every strategy, I took a little piece that I now use in my scalping. Yeah, And um, so I found that a lot of traders are afraid to go out and explore um, because they, they are afraid that it will impact their little strategy of you know, being a scalper. And when I look at the most successful traders, I know you interviewed Linda Rushke, right? Yes. Um, Linda always emphasizes how many people in her career 
she was always searching for the next bright young person that she can learn from. And she had now Camp Rushkey. And um, I just met her at the ATAA conference recently. So um, it was so good to, to communicate with her and learn from her. Um, and this is what I want to encourage everyone. So look at what are your gaps in your trading and learn as much as you can, not necessarily what people do, but how they think. And this is what Linda did, I think. <laughs> so the next step is look at your um, market environment. Is the market environment maybe not suited for your trading? So you're too tough on yourself. You immediately took it personal that you're not good enough, um, that something wrong with you when the market were just not suited for your trading. I was just working with a trader who the last week he was just complaining and found it incredibly hard. He's a high achiever, extremely successful in life. And he was, you know, um, being so hard on himself that he didn't perform. And I said, just relax, dude. You know, the market is not right for your strategy. And then the last two days he was doing so well. And he's like, you were right. I didn't believe you. It's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's so easy when the markets are right. Like, when the waves are right for surfing, it's the same thing. So um, it's all good. This is how you grow out when you when you when you um, work through all those three areas and have a really good team around you. And again, I see that with Louise as well. She has a great team around her. That's you know that's invaluable. And so many traders they're lone wolves. Why are they lone wolves? So that goes back to why are traders attracted to trading? Because they found it so painful to deal with other human beings that they are happy to stay hidden behind the computer and don't have to deal with other people. Now this is not the solution. You go into hiding again. Learn how to deal with other people. When someone, something triggers you and you feel judgmental about the other person or you feel hurt or you feel let down, you need to look at that and not in the context of the other person, but look at yourself. So when I um, have the experience that someone was disloyal to me and let me down, I look at myself and I say, what does it mean about me? Where am I disloyal to myself? Why do I give the power to the other person? That's number one, right? Do I put them on a pedestal that I give them um, powers, like magical powers? They have to be like magical big people, what we did as little children, when our parents were supposed to be those magical big people. Maybe you have to have a little bit of empathy and understand that people are fallible human beings, and so am I. So when I can allow the other person to be fallible, I can allow myself to. And that will show in my trading where I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't perform at all today. I'm, whatever, right? So I new day tomorrow, and, and it was tough because I didn't sleep all night. And, and, you know, whatever it is, just have a little bit of compassion for ourselves and be a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah. How do you create the framework to raise the bar on your trading performance? So... This is, um, again, one of my favorite topics to work on because what it does is it helps you to shift your focus from yourself to the facts and figures, what needs to be done. And when I look at traders, you know, I have, I have profiled, oh God, hundreds of a thousand traders by now. The traders who are succeeding, they are facts and figures focused. The traders who are uh, not succeeding so well, they are focused on themselves and, um, and others. So number one, what you do is you understand that the markets are dynamic and that you need to adapt 
to the markets and be flexible, which is very difficult when you are in fear and have a low self-esteem because then you tend to become very rigid as a, as a human being because the rigidity is what keeps us safe and we feel uncertain. And that is the time when we need to be most flexible, right, when the markets are so unpredictable. Um, so the improving your performance is to look at where you are right now. And um, where you are right now is to look at your performance statistics. Now, that goes back to being vulnerable. And when we look at sports, right, most people look at the results, right? This team won, that team won. But what the coaches do is the coaches look at the performance statistics. How many times did the player run for the ball? How many times did they attempt to to um, kick a goal, um, how many times um, did they, you know, how aware were they of their surroundings and so on. They have like 20 or 30 benchmarks of how the player has to perform in order to help the team win. And this is what traders do, right? They focus on their profit and loss, but they don't focus on the benchmarks of behavior. And that's where our performance statistics comes in, well beyond profit and loss. And then you look at, who do you have to be? How do you have to perform in order to um, succeed as a trader? So meaning um, in order to have sustainable income and, you know, be free and make the money that you need to make. And then you need to look at what's the gap, right? And instead of saying, um, right now I let my losses run into a $1,000 loss and I need to make a $1,000 profit, that is, again, the big gap that we have between me being that little person behind my computer and the SAS soldier who trains um, every day on their resilience and how to toughen up, you know. So look at what's the next step, the 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 1% improvement that you can do in order to um, succeed in your trading. So um, be realistic with yourself because... I found that most traders are unrealistic in their ability to improve their performance. So they say, I have to stop making those mistakes. Does not work, Carolyn. They have to say, how can I reduce my mistakes little by little, little by little, so that I can um, um, be the trader I want to be. And so that gap between where we are now and who we want to be, that is what needs to be worked on. And I was working with a hedge fund guy, a trader last night, and he told me all about what is not working, you know, like, um, you know, I'm not um, taking my losses where I need to, I, need, I don't go big. So what they do is they trade small when the market is not so suitable, but when the setup is great, then they go in really big. And he said, you know, there was this epic opportunity. I did not go full in. I was hesitating and, so he taught me all about what was happening or not happening, what was bad and what was worse, the ups and downs. And he was really clear about that. And then when I flipped the situation, I asked him, so how do you want it to be? He was like, I, I don't know. He had no clarity about it. And that is the pathway. And I said to him, all right, so let's explore it. And he says, I don't know. And I said, I know you don't know. We need to explore it together. So... Um, I said to him the next week, write down every time when you make a mistake or something, you behave in a way that you wish you behaved differently, write that down. You, we can't give the answer in five minutes. You need to 
observe yourself for the next week, the next month, for the rest of your trading life until you are the trader you want to be. So this is, uh, does it make sense? Is that clear what I was just explaining? It's crystal clear. It's crystal clear. And I think that's a really good note to leave it on. Mandy, where can people go to find out more about you and your work? Okay, so my website is um, tradingpsychology.com.au and I have a lot of free resources there and also where I offer my courses. And they can also um, find a free 30-minute assessment um, link where they can email me for a free 30-minute assessment. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Carolyn. I really, really appreciate it. Mandy, come back. You're a font of deep wisdom. We want to hear more. Thank you for your time. Thank you. And that's it for this episode of Talking Trading. Thanks to Caroline Stephen for being our insightful, intuitive and warm host of the show. Thanks also to Chris Tate for being a superb business partner. I'm Louise Bedford and my email address is louise at tradinggame.com.au. As always, if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. This is super important because word of mouth is the most powerful way that people get in touch with us and people respond best to people that they know and care about. You can also subscribe to us on Apple Podcast and make sure you give us a big fat five-star review because it really helps other people find us. You'll also notice that we don't use sponsors very often and barely ever advertise. That's because we fund this. Chris Tate and I from tradinggame.com.au, we fund this show. So for us to keep on funding it, we need to get the word out to more people. And you're a big part of this. So make sure you tell people and give us fantastic reviews on Apple Podcast. If you'd like to get my Trading Made Simple five-part e-course, make sure you register on tradinggame.com.au. So until next week, happy trading. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation.